Hello and welcome to the Let's Get Real podcast with Root Realty, where we are getting real about real estate, living in Jacksonville, and balancing career and life goals. My name is Grace Dyer. I'm a digital marketer and millennial just trying to figure things out. And I'm Marianne Rodriguez, owner and broker of Root Realty, mom of three and a wife. Let's get real. Hello and welcome to the Let's Get Real podcast. My name is Grace Dyer and I'm here with my co-host, Marianne Rodriguez. Hi, everyone. Okay, so in today's online world, it's increasingly important for businesses of all sizes to have clear marketing strategies and content to reach their clientele in their own neighborhood or around the world. So today's guest happens to be an expert at doing just that and is a fellow female business owner right here in Jacksonville. Welcome, Amelia. Thank you. We're so excited to have you. And before we kind of dive into the meat of the episode, um, tell us a little bit about you, your family, and kind of your journey here in Jacksonville so far on a personal level. Yeah, I would love to. So I'm actually a Georgia native. I'm not from Florida at all. I was born in Savannah, moved to Statesboro, and then was raised in Atlanta. I went to the University of Georgia. Go dogs! <laughs> and I moved here in 2005. So Jacksonville definitely feels like home. I've done the... I wasn't exactly single. I moved here with my boyfriend, okay. who's now my husband. <laughs> but um, I moved here. I, I did the thing before marriage. Uh, we were married for a long time before before having kids. So I really got to enjoy this city like in pretty much all of my Phases adult life. Phases of life, yeah. Right? <laughs> so... Um, the things that I love about this city have not changed, though. I was drawn to the water, the beaches, the river, being outside. We've got such wonderful seasons. Um, you know, you can really be outside all yes. year round. We love to hike. We love to go to the beach, all the things. So Jacksonville has been awesome. And I really love it now that I have kids because we're very involved locally. Our kids are in sports. They're in activities. And they've got tons of friends. We happen to live in a neighborhood where they can bike around the corner to see their friends. You know, we've got a park and a duck pond and all the things. And it's just an awesome place to raise our family. So love being here and happy to be here. Yes. (laughs) Well, we're happy that you're here today with us. Um, Grace is going to kind of get the ball rolling with some rapid fire questions. Yeah. It's just some, you know, some kind of interesting questions that people may not ask you on the regular. Okay. (laughs) Let's do it. Okay. What is one must have gadget, piece of tech, app, anything that you use in your day-to-day that you're like, what did I do before this? <laughs> well, I think the obvious it's answer the would be the phone yeah. and your smartwatch, <laughs> but I'm going to throw another one in there just okay, to okay. kind of like change the tables a little. So everybody's been talking about chat GPT yes. and I'm using Google Bard right now, which is the Ooh. equivalent. It's mm-hmm. the competition. Okay. And I have really come to rely on this tool and I'm a writer. You'll find that out as we discuss, but I love it. And so many people are fighting against it and talking about how this technology will replace people. And I don't necessarily think that's true. I think what it does is it replaces the stuff that humans don't need to do. There is still room for humans to do the work. And Mm -hmm. I'm super excited to use this tool almost every day. I love it too. So So I'm glad you feel the same way. It's great. Love that. Love that. Um, I'm not a super techie person. Um, It took me, I was probably the last person to buy a Kindle. Um, but now that I have one, I really, really like it for traveling. Okay, awesome. Um, I'm going to say an app that I use every day that I'm like, how did I manage my life without it is Asana. Mm, <laughs> I was like, right, track all. Not just like, it was at first, it was like, okay, just like my like kind of client to-do list and stuff like that. And then it quickly became like reminders to put the garbage out on Tuesday nights. <laughs> like Literally my whole life is in there. Love that. I'm like, how did I do that before? And for me, it's just like more... 
I, easier for me to like visually go through and keep track of than like a Google Calendar is. I don't know. Google Calendar's me are busy. So, so if you better. like Asana, you might want to check out Motion. I, it's everybody one step ahead, ahead and I, I use it and I'm obsessed with it too. <laughs> All right. I might take the dive, but then I'd have to move everything over. <laughs> I'm sure there's a way to integrate. You'd think so, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So next, what is your Monday morning coffee order or drink order in the morning, I suppose. I, we thought so, she came in with a Bud Light, but it turns tea, out it's chamomile. So I guess what's your Monday morning tea order? Um, yeah, I love coffee, but coffee does not love me. I see. So I had to give it up. Okay. Um, I would love to do like an herbal something. Okay. Um, right now I'm having chamomile, but there's a sleepy time tea that okay. is phenomenally good with lemongrass and mint in it. Okay. And that kind of gets me going, even though the gets name you is going. Sleepy. It wow. does. Really? really? It's very invigorating and kind of energizing. I can't have caffeine either. So okay. I see. I'm kind of lame. No, okay. that's yeah. not lame. That's probably healthy more than my spectrum of things. I miss so. it. I really miss it. <laughs> I'm like, load in the yeah, syrups. Like, um, just put it in the Nivy. That'd be fine. <laughs> I will say, I have a new, I have a new drink order from when we last answered yep. this question a few months ago. Um, so, brown sugar oat milk latte. Yum. I like the texture of the oat milk. Okay. I know it grosses some people out. No, I like it. And the brown sugar, just the perfect amount of sweetness. Not, oh, It doesn't overdo it. So that's my new thing. Okay. Always hot. Always hot. Yeah, I would say if I'm going to go order a hot coffee, I'm usually like an Americano with milk. <laughs> and then uh, if I'm really feeling jazzy i might add a pump of chocolate oh but mostly it's just americano with milk or just an iced coffee with no milk and one pump of sweetener okay yeah. sort of classic i don't yeah. know i'm a seattle snob we don't <laughs> we don't put stuff in coffee <laughs> like the more even stuff though, the more even though they we created it <laughs> now we look down on it <laughs> i love it um okay what is your favorite quote or a quote that you like currently or a mantra, anything like that. That's a really good one. And I don't have it memorized, but there's a Shel Silverstein quote that talks about never talk about the mustn'ts, never talk about the couldn'ts, shouldn'ts. Mm -hmm. And I have loved it so much that it is now on my website and it's embedded in my logo. I love that. And that was sort oh, of my cool. mantra when I started my business was you can do it. Don't yeah. listen to the shouldn'ts. Don't listen to the mustn'ts. Don't yes. listen to the couldn'ts. This is yours. Now I need to look at your logo again. Yeah. It's embedded in there. That's so cool. That. I love that. Um, mine is going to be, we have this up in our house, um, and I, I just, I love it. Um, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. Oh, cute. I love that. By Mother Teresa. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Um, I guess mine's, I guess more of a mantra than a quote, but I saw it a few months ago on Pinterest and now I'm like, I just kind of like remind myself of it. So I would say, um, uh, what's the best that could happen? Because mm -hmm. I do find myself a lot of like, oh, what if this and this and this yeah. and like, hold up. What's the best that could happen? Yeah. You know? Good, just good a different shift. Yeah. Just a little different thought process. Love that. Okay. Saturday night. Would you rather stay in or go out? Go out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to Okay. Chamomile tea hitting out. the town. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Gotta make up for it. <laughs> Monday through Friday is serious, but weekend hits. She's going out. Yes, for sure. No, I love it. I love Amazing. this city. I love going out with friends. Actually, this past Saturday, we went to the new um, 1937 bar Ooh, in San Marco. How was I it? Not been it there was yet. amazing. It was so fun. We took an Uber over to 13 Gypsies, yeah. which is my favorite yep. in town. Did that and then took an Uber back to 1937 and then took the um, beach buggy 
Oh Sweet. yeah, back to posting house and had a glass of wine to finish off the that night, and so it was fun. such a fun night. And it just really reminded fun. me how much I love this city. Yeah, that's <laughs> and a there's good so night. many like fun. I mean, like that's just like three, and there's so many like different little unique experiences that you can get in Jacksonville. Like you can find whatever you're looking for as far as like nightlife, other than maybe like crazy clubs. But aside from that, you can get pretty much anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I would go out um, probably back by eleven though. I've, That's my, fine. My bedtime has changed drastically these days, but yeah, definitely out. Yeah, I'm in that camp as well. If I like, it's funny. Like, we'll like start the weekend. I'm like, it's gonna be a chill weekend. Like, let's just <laughs> hang out. And then like Saturday at like 3 p.m., I look at Zach. I'm like, so what are we doing tonight? And he's like, you said chill. Like, I thought we were just gonna hang out. I'm like, let's just like go grab a drink. But, yeah, just like we'll be <laughs> That's home where early. Begins. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's like, oh my god, how do we get here? <laughs> but sometimes I am. We're home by 11, and at least I feel like I did something a little more social yeah i don't know when you work from like home or work by yourself it's like let's get out of this dang house it's saturday yeah that's true (laughs) yeah all right well we're gonna dive into the meat of our episode and just talk all things about your your business i don't want to say small business because i don't know the the size of it quite yet but um tell us about your business what is it called and what do you offer yeah absolutely thanks for the opportunity so in 2016 i started my business right after i had my second child a daughter Scarlett, who is now six. So that's how old the business is. Yes. <laughs> um, it's called A Wordsmith. My name is Amelia Smith, and I'm a writer and a strategist at heart. So the name is very fitting. And it is a small business, although I prefer the word boutique. Yeah, love it. <laughs> so it's just me, but I have a team of freelancers, some of which, some of whom I've worked with 10 years, yeah. um, most uh, two plus years, some five years. Um, so these are not rotating um, a, a rotating door of people. Right. This is uh, these are people that I trust that I've worked with. We get each other. We understand you know what the objectives are, and I I approve of the way that they serve my clients. Right. Let's put it that way. So the quality is there, and I trust them. Um, so I've built my foundation of my business on this team of freelancers. So I am lean and mean. I can scale up when I want to, and I can um, you know reduce when I need to, which uh, thankfully hasn't happened a lot. Yeah. Right. But um, you know it started in 2016, as I mentioned, after I had my second child and it really was just that the I needed more flexibility from work I was working in a corporate job and I'll never forget I was very pregnant with her and my son was I think two and a half or so and you know the the boss that I had had was being very strict about us being butts in seats by 8 a.m. and I was like fine I mean I, I'm up early it's you know 8 a.m. wasn't scary to me it was just the logistics of actually making it happen and it was people on our team were not getting there at eight. I, you know, I might've slipped a few times as well, but that one particular morning he sat down on the couch, we were potty training him and he peed all over my couch and I was late to work and I got written up oh, for it. And in my, in my career, I don't get written up. Right. I'm not that person. Yeah. Right. And I don't think I ever got a detention in high school. Right. And I just, you know, that was like the moment for me where I was like, I can't do this anymore. Right. I no, this isn't working. And so I had her, I quit my job. And I thought, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> I've completely ruined my career. Oh. And I have a very supportive husband. He's wonderful. And he said, well, why don't you just try it? You know, just see what happens. Yeah. In worst case scenario, you go back to a corporate job. And so I started it very, very small. I went back to the employer before that, who I still had really good relationships with, continued to serve them for two years as a contractor and just use them as my base client and added on clients as I went. And I'm up to like 10 clients now. Wow. And some are retainer, some are project. They're mostly all concentrated in maritime transportation and logistics, which is just, 
I think it's more about my network than anything. Okay. Um, I worked for Crowley in-house for about okay. six years, and they were the client I went back to okay. to serve for another two. So I had a lot of connections in transportation right. and logistics that have just sort of translated into my business. But that, too, has evolved because over the years, as I've picked up, let's say, a maritime client, it turns out that they're also, say, a startup in robotics. So right. then I start getting introduced and entrenched in the robotics space and the startup world, right. which leads to other clients that are in that space. So I've sort of like, I've just grown legs yeah. as I've, I've grown, and it's really exciting and fun. And all of my clients are just badass. There's no that. other way to put cool. it. They are really freaking cool clients. I love that. So, and yeah, you can awesome. feel your energy that like you really love what you do and I who do. you work with. I do. And that probably makes all the difference. Yeah. And I think the the undercurrent of all of it is that I get to do what I want to do mm-hmm. and I want to, you know, write and I want to do strategy for my clients and I want to execute and I want to bring talented people together to perform these projects that have meaningful business results for my clients. Yeah. And it is such a joy to, you know, like sit down with the client for the first time, make the plans, execute them and then see what happens. Yeah. Right. Like right. I love it. I love it. Oh. So I love it too. And I love that, I mean, probably in the moment when you got written up, it was like this, this probably terrible feeling, but then to look back and reflect on what that moment did for the rest of your, what it turned into. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's really cool. Totally. Yeah. And you know, it just, it it reminds me that I made the right choice. Let's put it that way. (laughs) I'm like, I'll never go back. I don't know that I'll ever go back to corporate life. This is it, you know? So and the ultimate goal, by the way, I should say, is I'd love to retire in like 10 years and start writing novels. That's okay. what I would love to do. Okay, cool. So keep your fingers and toes crossed for me that I can yeah. do that. Yeah. I might have some uh, interesting um, stories to include for you. Yeah. <laughs> Real estate nightmares yeah. could be somehow incorporated. Um, so did you know you always wanted to be a writer when you were a little girl? Did you enjoy writing? Like, what, tell us about kind of your experience with writing in elementary, middle, high. Yes, I've always been a writer. I was born a writer. <laughs> Actually, let me correct that. I'm a born storyteller. Right. Okay. So um, I have always loved bedtime stories. My mom read to me a ton. I now read to my kids a ton, which, by the way, they are six and nine. Cool. And my nine-year-old has just taken off with reading. It's adorable. Um, the other day he complained that he didn't have enough books. Yeah. <laughs> so I went and loaded them up from the library, and now he's, like, just flying through them as fast as he awesome. can. I love it. He's a voracious reader. My um, kindergartner is reading really well as well. Awesome. So, yeah, it's just sort of like this um, – I guess it's, you know, a value, a core value in our house is reading and writing. And, um, yeah, I've always done it. I, as a child, wrote stories. I mean, just nonstop. It's what I did for fun. And I love to read as a child as well. And then um, I, in middle school, started a family newspaper when we got our first computer and printer. And I tried to write novels. And, I I mean, I just have always, always loved to write. It's just part of me. Yeah, I hope I hope someone in your family has kept, kept the newspaper. Oh, that mom, is incredible. My mom has them all. Yeah, I would <laughs> love to like just see like the feature story this this month. Yeah. Yes, so dad mom got, burnt the. Yeah. Dad pancakes. got dad got a new grill. <laughs> it's so funny though because you know I had I had I remember distinctly a couple of people being like you can like to write but that's not a job you yeah, know like yeah. I was told that as a child yeah. and. Um, you know, that's another instance of, okay, well, let's just like really tap into what we like and what we're good yes. at and find a way to make it a job. Yes. Totally. Right? Yes. 100%. So, yeah. I hope those of you listening that take that to heart. Yeah. That don't yeah. know if this is, if this could support you, take that into consideration. Um, 
So I think a lot of uh, new entrepreneurs feel like they need to say yes to every potential client. And we've talked about this too. Um, How do you determine what projects or clients are a good fit for your services or for you? That is an awesome question and definitely one that entrepreneurs need to um, not take lightly because being the right match for a client is really what defines your success from the outset. So for me, I always start by listening and I'm asking really good questions during during the discovery phase where I try to find out what success means to them, right? right? And what specifically they're looking for. And um, if I feel like my skills and my resources and my availability are a good match for them and I can help deliver that success, then I'm the right uh, client services person for them. If in my gut, a lot of it's gut feel, Mm -hmm. if in my gut I think they're going to be difficult to work with or they may run out of money halfway through the project or... I just quite frankly don't have the skills or the resources or the time to service then, I'm going to say no. Right. It's really hard as an entrepreneur to say no to business, but mm-hmm. it's the right thing to do for both parties involved. Yes. Yes. So, Amen yeah, to totally. that. Totally. Um, what is one piece of advice you would give to someone that's considering maybe they just got written up in their corporate job or maybe <laughs> they're just really sick of what they're doing? What would you tell them if they were even thinking about starting a, a their own business? Yeah, um, I have a lot of ideas around okay. this. So I'm going to give us <laughs> yeah. all of them. I'm going to give yeah. you what I can think of off the top of my head. Um, the first and foremost thing, I think, is try not to be everything to everyone. So I think so many people, when they start their business, they're like, I'll just take whatever business I can, and I'm really good at everything. And I would encourage you to really think through what your strengths are and then build yeah. your business around that. So for me, my business is communications, marketing, and content, the end. If I need additional services like website development, I go and hire for that. I don't try to be that person. My business may offer it, maybe, in some cases, um, you know, limited (laughs) limited website resources. But, um, you know, I know what I'm good at and I know what I can offer. And so I really built my business around that. And I encourage other people to do the same. Love that. The other thing I would encourage you to do is make sure you've got the right network around you. So that includes mentorship. That includes um, business affiliation, so joining the right groups where you can get advice when you need it. Um, it, it means getting a really good CPA mm-hmm. involved. I, ha- I call my CPA all the time um, and just ask him ridiculous questions, yes. <laughs> you know, but I'm like, how do I pay this person? Or, you know, this person works in Canada. How do I file paperwork for that? Just stuff like that. Yeah. And then a recent asset that I've decided that I need to Um, really just add to my arsenal is a really good small business lawyer. Because as I consider Mm. growing, um, you know, looking at mergers or acquisitions or partnerships, I need legal advice. Yeah, totally. Beyond, you know, just how do I file 1099 paperwork? Right. Right? Absolutely. So um, I would definitely encourage people to build that network up if they're thinking about doing it. Um, The other thing is just the basics. How much money do you need to earn? How much money do you want to earn? What does success look like for you? Mm -hmm. Short term, long term? Like, where do you see yourself five, ten years from now? Just kind of think through those things. Yeah. Make a plan for yourself and set small goals. Yes. Yep. Yes. Love that. I think those small attainable goals are just the footprint for those big you know, those big goals and those big ideas that people have. And sometimes they forget that step. Like Mm -hmm. it's important to celebrate the small wins and have things that are, you know, readily achievable. Um, because I think that just builds confidence and it, it just puts you in, in the right direction moving forward to what, what the end goal is. Um, I think that's amazing advice. Yeah. And I feel like especially, especially in the marketing space, but probably honestly in any industry when you're 
kind of starting out and you're looking at different resources and you're listening to podcasts, reading blogs, all this stuff, there's so much emphasis on like growth and scaling and my first 500K, like all this stuff. And it's like, do you really want that? Like, what is that going to look like for you? Do you want a team? Do you want to just keep mm-hmm. it yourself? Like so many things where like on paper, this is the steps that you should be taking, but are those actually the steps that you want to take? You know, it's like so much to... It's a, it's a personal thing, owning your own business. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And it can be as big or as small as you want it. Totally. Right now, it's the right size for me and my family right now. Right. But who knows, five years from now when my kids are, you know, doing sleepaways every weekend and, you know, super involved with their friends and less interested in hanging out with mom, although yeah. I treasure this time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, there may be a time where I add on a partner or, you right. know, double the size of my clients or whatnot. Yeah, right, right now, I've got some small goals. I want to add three clients this year. Yeah. And, you know, very achievable stuff that yeah. I will feel proud of at the end of the year. Right. Very doable. But, totally. you know, the sky is the limit when yes. you're an entrepreneur. Yes. I mean, I can grow it however however big I exactly. want it to be. Yeah. So. And I think there's something so valuable in knowing that, that like, I think a lot of people think of success as growing, growing, growing. Like if to you, success looks like I can scale back. I can, I can fluctuate, you know, the, the size, the number of clients or the size of employees I have. And I think, there's there's just that misconception that success is more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that's a really important point for people to consider that one of the beauties of entrepreneurship is is being able to adapt as as your life changes. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Being able to take your foot off the gas. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I'm reflecting on this as we talk about yeah. it because with my first two kids, I, I didn't have a, a, I didn't take, I should say, a real maternity leave. Right. And it's, it's one of my biggest regrets. And, you know, I'm, I've been hard on myself about it, but in my, with my third child here, who's literally snoring behind me, um, <laughs> I, I just think about how much, A, I treasure that time. And I'm so proud of myself that I, that I took it, even though there were sacrifices involved. Um, but it was it was best for my family, and the only way I could do that was because I I, I did this. I took this leap, right. you know, eight years ago. Yeah. Um, so I'm just in my feels right now. That's okay. Thanks, feels are good. <laughs> feels are good. Yeah. You're bringing it out in all of us. You're so calming, but also like very self assured. Yeah. No caffeine. That's all it is. That's, oh. Well, that's been my issue. I don't know if I can oh, function. Wow. <laughs> and I've really been thinking that was my strength. <laughs> I really need to reevaluate. <laughs> like, look, I'm always going. Yeah. <laughs> Look how fast I can do everything. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Is there anything else you'd like to share with anybody? Well, I have a question. Oh, yeah. Um, Okay, so you said you do communications, marketing, and content. Can you just kind of break down, like, a little bit of, like, more, what kind of does that mean? What kind of services do you do? Yeah, absolutely. In the weeds. Um, I've got about 20 years of experience. Um, More than half of that was done in-house with companies. Right. And... Anybody who has ever worked in a marketing communications team in-house knows that you do literally everything. Everything. You wear all the hats, right? So um, I really have been trained for over a decade to do everything, which is what I now do for my clients. So I do everything from public relations, internal communications, social media, building websites, updating websites, writing blogs, writing ads, coming up with ad campaigns, um, doing any of the graphic design uh, creative direction, 
um, really anything that a client could need in that space, I do. I also will go and travel and um, support clients on site for events. So I've gone to demos of new products. I've been to trade shows. I've actually gone to the Monaco Yacht Show with cool. one client. That's amazing. That's yes. amazing. And then my husband and I got <laughs> Big some days in France yeah. after, yes. which was amazing. Hey, when that happens. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. But um, yeah, so it's, it's led to some really cool experiences where... I've gotten to travel and I've gotten to see my clients work firsthand and right. watch their success in person. So I think that willingness to do that yeah. has been great. That's amazing. But yeah, anything within the marketing communications yeah. content space. A broad range, but it sounds like you kind of like customize it based on what their needs are. It is, is broad, fabulous. but it's, yeah. you know, the, the core of it is communicating totally. and yeah. writing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Once you Words. like, yeah, the little to-do list for each task might change, but the core Absolutely. piece is pretty much storytelling Who and is your target? concise. What com- do you want yeah. them to know? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, we are going to wrap it up by just saying thank you so much to Amelia for being here today and sharing words of wisdom regarding starting a business, um, talking about just, and you can just feel the passion in the room um, with the work that she does. Um, so if you're in need of any kind of work, um, she is taking on three clients, more clients yeah. this year, um, and see if you'd be a good fit. And Grace, will talk about where you can find everybody. Yeah, so um, Amelia, quick, quickly, uh, where's the best place to reach you? Socials, website? Yeah, visit my website. It's awordsmithco, don't forget the C-O, dot com. Perfect. And I will uh, link that down below in the show notes. If you want to get in touch with Marianne uh, for all things buying, selling in Jacksonville, her Instagram handle is at real estate and renovations jacks. If you want to get involved with Root Realty, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Root Realty Jacks or head to our website, www.rootrealtyjacks.com. Talk to you next week. Bye.